This episode, repair or replace? That is the question. In this episode, the Handyman Pros have a discussion about repairing or replacing components in your home. Larry and John give some practical advice as to process, how to determine do you repair or you replace, what are the upsides, the downsides, and maybe some hidden concerns that you haven't thought about yet. Welcome to the Handyman Pros Radio Show, home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Handyman Pros Radio Show, where our goal is to help save you time, money, and aggravation on your home maintenance and repair. This edition's entitled, Repair or Replace? That, my friend, is the question. To help me explain, I'm here with my ever-cheerful co-host and old buddy, John. John, do you have any good stories from this week? <clears throat> oh, Larry. Hey, I, uh, Did I get you out of bed? Good, I'm just checking. Do any good stories? <laughs> any stories I can tell on the podcast that um, are that are clean? Yes, those kinds of clean yeah, stories. Yes. Yeah. Let me uh, let me think. Well, you know, I was uh, I was repairing actually some uh, some other appliances here, um, just changing out just change and actually i was just changing out some uh some plugs on the appliances you know where they were starting to fray um at the end why um, you didn't want to leave them out for a shocking experience but yeah boom. you know you got it you know dragging around dragging around the uh, like a vacuum cleaner with uh, exposed wires and running across the floor and everything just make sure the cat licks on it Never mind. Right. You know, <laughs> or the dog. I'll be I'll be non-discriminating. You know, drag it drag it through a puddle in the kitchen or something. Right. And uh, you know, I just uh I, then we got to talking about this this show and I was thinking that uh you know, after all the things that I've repaired around here and the longevity that I've got out of some of the appliances and we're going to talk about some of that. You know, I thought it would be you know, a good show to, you know, we were talking about it. And we thought it would be a good show to t- to talk about do I repair or replace uh, some of these items. Yeah, and and me being a process guy, I'm like, yeah. That, well, I mean, we we in our household, we run a bit of a process on it, right? So, I want to just give a little bit of background. So, when John and I go out to do many of our handyman jobs, there are oftentimes there are people ask us about things. I mean, I've had this experience myself. I have this. I'm going to give you a good example. This is one. This was someone brought me a shovel, and they said to me, "Can you mm. replace this shovel handle on it?" <laughs> now. Folks, if you've not bought a shovel in a while, uh, uh, this was a lower end shovel, right? A lower end shovel is about how much money, John? No, well, I, I haven't bought one. Twenty in, bucks. They're like twenty, 20 bucks. bucks. Yeah, 20, yeah, I was going to say twenty, thirty bucks. Okay, so twenty or thirty bucks. So this shovel was a, a a vintage shovel. I don't know how old it was, but I'm just going to say that it was a rounded shovel, right? You know, the round shovels, like a normal yeah. kind of regular shovel. Except this shovel, the blade of the shovel would looked like a uh, metal-eating rat had eaten the whole edge, and about half the blade was cut back where it was just either rusted or, or, it, or it had been worn through, right? You know, as you shove it in the dirt, you actually take a little metal off every time. Yep. Anyway, person wanted me to, to change the handle out. I gave it about five minutes worth of effort, and I couldn't get the handle out, and I looked at the customer, and I said, do you want to continue at $75 an hour to take this shovel head off for a shovel that 
honestly, as I held it up and I could see that instead of being round on the top, it was kind of a, like looked like a bad set of teeth. And I was like, or do you want me to just throw this thing away? And she's, she was like, no, throw that thing away. We'll, we'll just go get a new one. And so it kind of, it's kind of part of that thing about this process of do you repair or do you replace? And then I thought maybe we'd get into some of those things. Like, like there's a lot of concerns here on different things, and some of them are emotional and some of them are real, right, John? I mean, some of them are, do you repair your six-month-old uh, something, you know, or do you repair your 25-year-old something? And what are the pros and cons? You know, there's a lot of issues involved here. So um, what do you want to start with, John? Well, you know, I, I looked at it like, you know, you're talking about process and, you know, I was explaining that. I kind of look at it like you put all this stuff into the mix. It's like an equation for yeah. me. Yep. Um, so there are certain, um, aspects of your house that you can look at, um, that there's, <laughs> there's so many places to start, Larry, that if you have somebody come out and they take a look at a broken, um, refrigerator, um, you know, there's, there's the emotion there that, Hey, I'm, I'm going to, this thing's already 15 years old or 12 years old and it doesn't fit my, my kitchen anymore. Really. It doesn't, you know, the style of it and so on and so forth. And then you're, then you're kind of faced with, uh, do Different I fix this set thing of concerns. for, yes. yeah, there's the same concerns, you know, do I fix this thing or do I replace it? You know, now you got that kind of emotional thing for me. I will tell you that, you know, I do a lot of this work myself and you know, when my refrigerator and I told this story a lot is that I just kept it going and going and it really was the challenge. I think it, to me, it wasn't the money that was saving. Yeah, because it, sure. Because at some, because at some <laughs> point, you know, it's like, uh, I got a lot of pushback here in the house, <laughs> a lot uh, <laughs> that said, Hey, this thing's been, you know, hanging around us for a long time. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, it's a challenge. I can, I can fix it, fix it, fix it until finally, you know, they're hermetically sealed, and once that once it goes, it's it's gone. Yeah, you then know? it's gone, right? The refrigerant. Yeah. Anyways, so you so know, that's now, the that emotional side, now, right? If somebody that's, I was the, say, that's now, the emotion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you know, people come out and and fix it. You know, you you're gonna have to weigh. You're gonna have to weigh how much, you know, to, to fix the longevity of how much how long you're gonna get out of that repair, versus buying something new, you know. In a simple, non-emotional case, <laughs> that's the way I that's the way I looked at it. Okay, for that, right? Um, you know, so it, there's other examples out there that are are clearly, you know, do I repair my old thirty-year-old roof? Yes, that's a really or do good I example. Replace it. Yeah, very, very. Let Let's use the roof just really quickly. So, first off, in your opinion, and my and I'll give my opinion, but in your opinion. How many? How much emotional issue is tied up in a roof? Yeah, exactly. Um, the only emotion that I ever had was that I changed from lousy construction uh, contractor shingles to uh, architectural shingles. Was there any that, pushback the, in your family but, on that? But one? That's but that's really but that was really it, and it was it was me, and that was me. Um, so I was not going to repair. I wouldn't repair that again. Right. You know. I right. just got that was it. <laughs> it's, you know, it's time because things can have a pyramid type of effect 
right that you know you fix one thing and then something else is going to go and a whole right. a whole house of cards starts to come down right Cascade and especially effect. you know especially with with this you know example of being a roof is that that typically is is what you're going to get yourself into it's not like what I would you know when I repaired my refrigerator with a $25 part Right, you know, and I kept it running for another ten years. You know? Well, yeah. So, so let's talk about a couple issues here. So, roof biggest issue on roof is is age, right? So, roofs have a natural life. Well, all all things have a natural life expectancy, right? So, everything doesn't believe it or not, folks. Yep. Nothing in your home is designed to last forever, and that includes your foundation and your concrete driveway. Now, those have incredibly long time frames, but everything has an expiration date, and when you you have to look at some things like I'm calling this kind of a liability issue. We're talking about a roof. What is the first defense in your house for water intrusion? Right, it's your roof because water generally, in most yeah. cases, comes from rain that comes from above. Right, so your roof is number one. It also has the effect of keeping the sunshine out and a bunch of other things. But the biggest issue is that water infiltration. Do you agree with that? Yeah, and, and you know, and like we like we, we were talking on the other show on on roofing, um, you know, I mean, these are all the things that that play into this, and like you said, it's going to have a certain lifespan to the roof, right? And you can only repair, you know, you you can't repair um, the, that wear and tear. You can't. I mean, if you're going to repair it, you're going to have to replace. At, you know, I mean, you, at that age, just do the whole thing. Do right? the whole thing, right? And yeah. I mean, and now, if, you use if it's it, a if, new roof. If, if it's a new roof and let's say a tree falls on it or, or you had some kind of other thing damaged, yeah, well, that's a different story. Different story. But So age, but age matters, right? Age matters. Yep. Right. And so, so I, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Keep going. I, no, I was just going to say that, you know, they, so there's different, there's different things to think about for different um, aspects, right? You've got the roof versus you got appliances. Um, you know, and, and what can be fixed, what can last and what, what's not worth it. And I think that's where I, I always boil down to you. Well, you know what, what do I really have if I fix this thing? Right. Exactly. So, you know, and even like, I was just going to use the example of a refrigerator, right? A compressor in a refrigerator, HVAC unit or whatever actually has a piston in it. Right. And you know this. Yep. And, and just like in your car, that piston goes up and down a lot. I mean, basically all, you know, on and off, on and off and on and off. And they actually do, believe it or not, they wear out. They, you can wear a piston out where it actually get the, the rings get soft, just like in your car, and it no longer functions properly. So like I say, that's that life expectancy, right? So everything has a life expectancy, you know, and same thing, your roof does, everything does, right? So the question, I think part of it is when we're talking about repair or replace is what is the anticipated life expectancy? And is it, and, or are we looking at something that's a simple fix? And you brought up another thing and that was labor costs, right? So I know in my case, we know, you and I know that if we can, if we do the work ourselves, right, who are we, what are we out? Well, we're out the cost of the part, right? Exactly. So let me, let me go back to my refrigerator example. So if I was not going to fix it and I called somebody in to fix it, I know basically what they would have charged me to fix it. At that point, um, with that age refrigerator, that thing would be gone. <laughs> right. Okay. Once again, it was me, uh, my background, but but it's just a challenge to keep it going. But you know, so the folk, but for the folks out there that are listening, is that you know, if you get somebody in and they they're going to charge you, you know, four or five hundred bucks to fix your refrigerator, and your refrigerator's got the age on it. 
Um, I mean, really, what do you have when you get done? Um, yeah, you might. Now you're at that decision point. So there's always kind of that tipping point. Yeah, there's a tip. For point. me, it was a $25 part. Right. And a $25 part to me is a no brainer. Now, let's take the whole style issue out of that picture. You That's know? what I'm trying to do. Because yeah. for me, there's the third option that you didn't explore, but there's the repurposing of that refrigerator, meaning it goes out in the garage to hold beer or whatever, or soft drinks or, or something, or in my case, it goes yeah, to a yeah, rental property, yeah. you know, yep. but there's the repurpose on it too. So you don't necessarily, cause for 25 bucks to have a garage, have a refrigerator in the garage might not be a bad deal for you if you need it. Right. I mean, that's just a repurpose to me. So no, absolutely. Yeah. So, so this is, this is kind of it. So you know, some of the things. So one of the other things, we, we, we need to talk about ease of acquisition of parts, right, John? So on your refrigerator, you were still able to get the parts. Um, yeah, that's a, uh, that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up. Because um, they're not always was, available, right? I, well, and, and I will, I'll give you another example. That, that was, that, that's very true. And I could get them. And I could get them because a lot of the... Um, a lot of the refrigerators and, and that are made pretty much uh, very similar. Yep. So the parts had still been used, you know, still being used and things like that. But I will tell you that, you know, and I think I've said this before on the show, is that I tried to fix my the microwave oven combination, which I knew when that thing went, it was going to cost me a lot of money yep. <laughs> to replace. And that was like, I'll take that challenge any day to try to keep that thing going. Well, I could no longer buy the parts for it. Right. And right. that was the case of now it's completely obsolete and there's nothing left to do but, you know, get yeah. rid of it. Out it goes. You got and, a lot of scrap metal you know, in that case. Yep. And it was a it was kind of a double thing for us, you know, get get rid of it, too old and a new style comes in. Okay, great. But uh, you're absolutely right. It's the the acquisition of parts. Um, you know, over the internet, you can get just about every anything, but, but not uh, everything. Was, you but know? not everything, yeah. and this thing was a, that I couldn't find it. Now for that refrigerated old refrigerator, that thing was that thing was still cooking, that was still going. I I could buy parts for that, but um, you know, it's it was uh, it, it was getting there. Let's just say that it was yeah. getting there. So I wanted to bring up too. This is we we touched on this just with the roofs, but let's take your refrigerator because because you're this is a this is a good thing. This this is what I call kind of a liability issue, right? So. If your roof fails, you have the potential to have many, many, many thousands of dollars of damage from water infiltration in your home, right? And and that little yeah. tiny leak that you see in your roof, as we've found out through practical experience being handyman, can cost people thousands. Oh and, yeah. And I mean yeah. more than yeah. the cost of the roof. Yeah. It can it can truly destroy a home. But even with the refrigerator, John, your your wife um, at the time, I know because I remember you saying it to me, had had some medicine that was pretty expensive, if I remember right, and it had to stay yeah, refrigerated. Yeah, that thing right? was. Yeah, I mean, we, we, it was it was just time to go. Now this was, but once again, that this thing was beyond repair because it started to leak. For, um, oh, refrigerant. Oh, refrigerant. Yeah. yeah. So that was the problem. The other thing is, you know, if you do have. Uh, expensive medicines that you need to store or anything like that. You really need, I mean, these are, this is all 
part of in, that in equa- that part equation. of that equation. Even yeah. even just in a normal freezer, if you actually if you just think about the amount of food that you have in your freezer, right, or your refrigerator, either way, if you take them both, if it's a freezer free, refrigerator freezer combo, and um, and which most people have, by the way, and uh, if you have that, you know, gosh, have you ever added up how much money you actually have in your mm. refrigerator as far as real like real money invested in food uh, at any given time, right? And again, back to part of this equation. You know when the refrigerator is going to go out when you have your freezer stocked with the most stuff. You just bought that side of beef and you got your you know twenty five year old freezer. When's it go out? The day you go yeah. on vacation. Yeah, no, and you come exactly. back to a freezer full of rotted meat and you go, ah yeah. oh, crap! I just spent two thousand dollars on meat. Now I've just lost it for a yeah. five hundred dollar freezer, right? Ooh. Yeah, you come back after vacation with a side of beef in it. So <laughs> but it happens. The, so there's the body. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's the body. So, you know, um, I think on my I think on my refrigerator, I think I had I think part of the warranty was they'll give you uh, you know like three hundred bucks or five hundred bucks for spoilage. Yes, so of course. So they've got that kind of they kind of got that baked into into their equation for the for their warranties. You know, on this right, thing, right? Um, but you're absolutely right. You really need to consider how much money that you have in you know that these appliances um, well if they go out. Cost. Yeah, and 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 this applies to anything. It's it's basically what is the potential liability, right? So if you have a di- you know one of our favorites, right, John, um, clothes, your washing machine hoses, right, the hose that goes from your wall to your washing machine. Yeah. To not replace those hoses when you replace the washing machine, in my opinion, is penny wise and pound foolish because those twenty five dollars worth of hoses, if they burst. Really, any time, oh, you got a problem, right? Right? Is so repair or replace? Well, you know, they're they're you don't think yeah. about it, right? But you, but f- folks, think about it. John's were talking about replacing plug fra- little frayed plugins, right? That can be catastrophic, right? I mean, we we joked about it a little bit about dragging it across a yeah. puddle or or the dog chewing yeah. on it or the cat chewing, you know. But you know, you you hate to say it, but it actually happens, and I'm not saying it's going to happen a lot. I'm not saying it's a high risk. No, you know, you know, it's something like that when you when you look at it and you say, "Wow, that little that little bit of uh, fraying there." But if you're talking about a vacuum cleaner that's probably pulling 12 amps, exactly, uh, that's a lot of that that that's a lot of resistance going through there, and uh, that thing's going to heat up real quick if it doesn't get uh, you know if it starts to fray up. Right, and uh, you're going to have a you're going to you're going to turn around and have an issue. You yeah, know, while and, you're vacuuming. and this applies to all, almost all things in your home. Yep. There's some sort of potential. It's not you just have to think about it. That stuff is like my thing is stuff is the way it is for a reason, right? We've talked about this over and over, but like just everything in your home has a particular purpose. It was built for a particular reason, and the reason is just depending on the object, but even like, let's talk about the grading outside your house. We already have talked about this a, a dozen times on the show, but if you're great, you know, your grading sinks down on the house. Now you have water intrusion into the basement. You just shore up that grading and, and bring it back up to where the water runs off the edge of the house. No more water intrusion in your house. So it was built originally built with the grade going away from the house over time. Time has done its effort and gravity's done its thing and it's brought it in. Yep. Now you have a problem. Take it back to the way it was. That's a repair. Would you call it? That's a repair. Yeah. Right? yeah so yeah. you don't need to replace every, 
everything there, but you need to repair it. You need to keep it up on a maintenance and ongoing basis because that water getting into your basement can be far more costly than what it costs you to go out and spend a weekend raking out dirt or hiring somebody to go rake out yeah, dirt. Yeah, so right? I, I think, yeah, exactly. And I think I think going on that is that, um, you know, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of opportunities for people to upsell you on, on, on new water heaters. Yes, because based so, upon based upon that very argument right there of water damage and you know where it's sitting, fear. and most of them, and I'm most of them are sitting afraid. either you know in in your uh, your garage or your uh, you know basement, and um, you know this is it's kind of funny you, you can talk to you know ten ten people and get ten different lifespans on on these things, but it's really easy to put uh, you know the, the fear in you. Uh, on these things so um now i'm not saying that you know you go, just go repair things on your water heater but you you know you got to look at you got to look at the longevity of how long that thing is and um but there's those opportunities that people will try to sell you new new stuff like i was t- saying earlier you know my buddy had his for about what seven seven years seven eight years and um he got talked into replacing it which, um, which is, so I wanted to bring up one thing about that, and it, I'm going to call this environmental issues, right? And so everybody's, this is, it's actually personal. This is a personal decision that's done with where you live in mind, right? So different yeah. parts of the country, and John, you know this because we lived up north, right? Yep. Different parts yep. of the country, different even neighborhoods to neighborhoods have different concerns based on either the environment or perhaps the builder or or all there's all kinds of different factors but these are things that are out of your control like envir- like the environment for example and the water heater is a great example certain places in the country and it just depends it's 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 literally locality by locality certain water water that actually comes into the house is either you know it has a high level of minerals or it's slightly acidic or there's all kinds of things but it can actually degrade the inside of that water heater faster than somebody in a different location right yep right yep. so so and 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 that applies to a lot of things how much chlorine is in the water personally i like grain alcohol and rainwater um that right. i find that to be the best um and uh anyway sorry that's a yeah. line from a movie and um if you know that movie by the way i'll send you a, a prize um but uh if you if you go by locality, certain certain water systems have different water. So in your water pipes, can ha- you can have a different effect in a different location. I, it sort of reminds me of I had I just did a job where I did an inspection for somebody and they had a leak on their main water line that came into their house. Well, they had just had their PRV valve replaced, right? And I'm like, that's odd because and and the plumber came out and he said, oh no, it's he was it's not the work I did on the PRV valve. It's the main line because they happen to have polybutylene, right? So I asked the the homeowner a couple of questions and she actually she works in insurance so she's really good at this kind of stuff you know she knows like kind of the lingo she's like you know nobody in this neighborhood has has had their water lines replaced i've never seen anybody had their you know yard dug up to have the main line water replaced and folks we've talked about polybutylene before and and you, and if you know it's very specific and it's very specific to the water 
to what's in the water itself as it comes into the house. Well, long story short, I, in my inspection, I found it to be actually that, that when he replaced the PRV valve, he used copper pipe. And it was just, in my opinion, it's my opinion, and I'm not a professional plumber, but the leak is between the polybutylene and where it goes up into the house. And he made the, the, the pipe just a tiny bit longer. And I mean, I'm talking about less than an eighth of an inch, but it caused a drip to come out of that joint. And the drip is very, 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 very slow. But I believe that that's because of the fact that he moved the joint. And in that process, the joint has not failed, but it's just, it's just, it only takes a tiny little tiny crack. And this drip is one drip every 10 minutes. I mean, it's that yeah. slow, but it still leaves a spot on her basement floor. Anyway, that's environmental. You can't control that stuff. If everybody's water heater in your neighborhood goes out at eight years, your expectancy is going to be eight years. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but, I, you know, my, my point my point here, though, is that, um, you know, there's a I, – I, you just have to research research these things because it's because a lot of times it's easy to replace okay and it's it's an easy answer but it's going to cost you money to do that instead of repairing things um and then you weigh you weigh both sides of the equation on that you know is it worth to repair it or is it worth you know re, just to get rid of it and and replace it right you know, I'm just the kind of guy that I just uh, a lot of things I just keep going because I'm, I, you know, that's my background is maintenance and I just keep things going. But, you know, I think what I wanted to impart here on on everybody is that, you know, if you if you kind of if you just look at this stuff logically and I'm sure a lot of those folks out there are, are, do that because, you know, nobody's nobody's in this to, to go throw money around. Um, and there's a lot of times that repairing it is just fine. It's just it's a great, you know, just perfect um then there's other times you just got to replace it right so i think that's part of you know what uh, what we're trying to get across here yeah i i think to put it you know is, is there anything else we really wanted to talk about i mean i i wrote a note here work in facts not emotion right so work with <clears throat> the facts at hand today because of the internet pretty much everything is is accessible you have information you can get information very easily on any of these problems you can probably find a youtube video on how to fix things even if you so choose to to do these kinds of things but it that that educate part of the reason for the handyman pros radio show right we help you save time money and aggravation in your home maintenance and repair that that mantra comes out of the fact that we're trying to educate you on what's you know where what, what are some things that can help you what's easy what's not easy right and some of these things are we try to present facts because you know we don't we try not to live in the world of emotion john do we know how our brethren sell in the construction and the repair business they want to sell you they want to upsell you all the time right the water well, heater's and, a great and that's, example. It, yeah, well, that's 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 my point. You know, that's my point. Um, is that you know it, you'll never take emotion out of it. All decisions are made emotionally, backed up by facts. Okay, but I think at at a point that you you know because if it wasn't, nobody would be smoking. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, cigarettes. That is. I, I will tell you. I will tell you. You know. I will tell you that. Um, you, you know, you just you, you try, but try to take the emotion out of it just for part of that equation. OK, um, you know, for me, it was, you know, um, it was the design. You know, these things got old. It was style, design. Let's replace John, that's it. style. It's, it's style. Yeah, that's the style. OK. Um, and I and I understood that and I get that. Um, but, um, you know, if you take that out of there, am I going to make the right decision? For, you know, if I want to save if I want to save uh, money. 
if you had somebody come in, you know, if the if the product is is uh, is a fifteen hundred dollar product and you just and it's uh you know twelve years old, and I you know I got to spend you know eight hundred bucks to get it fixed, uh, probably not. Probably <laughs> you know? not. Yeah. Okay. Right. But for me, if it's a twenty five dollar part, okay, great. And and I think you know I took the emotion out of it. Um, a lot of people here in my family didn't. <laughs> so I. <laughs> so I was going to say, so how did that go so for had, you? So I had, you know, I had that. How was the couch? <laughs> yeah, that's thirty years old. You know, I'm like, man, they don't make them like that anymore. That was well, like, uh, to to every know, point. There's a counterpoint. It's so old. It's so old. Though. You know, how long has that thing been hanging around here? You know, we got to throw that thing out. And I said, could, could we at least know, could we at least take the Jimmy Carter sticker off the side of the well, you know Jimmy Carter for president off the side of the uh, refrigerator? Well, I, yeah. I basically I basically shot <laughs> myself in the foot and I said, well, what do you think the museum said about the Mona Lisa? Hey, that thing's been hanging around here five hundred fifty years. Let's get rid of it. So, anyways, <laughs> how was the couch? That's that, that what that, I tell you. What that refrigerator really was the Mona Lisa of the refrigerator. So, um. But, uh, yeah, so, you, you know, I've done that with a couple of things, but, you know, I, you just have to be wise enough to say, okay, enough's enough and, and get rid of it. Uh, got it. Anything else that we, did we miss anything? Did, did we, do we, uh, is there anything that we missed? No, I think that was a, a good, a good start just to impart some of that, uh, at least my experiences with those things. <laughs> well, you know. So Ailey was riding in the car with me the other day, and she said yeah. that my partner was getting old, and I needed to replace her and I replace him with her. And I told her to talk to you. She's flying over to your house to land. What are you going to do when that spaceship lands in your parking driveway? Well, I don't know. Are they going to replace it or repair it, or what are we going to do with it? I think I'm not sure. <laughs> I think we take it apart. Take it apart. <laughs> I think we take it apart. Well, folks, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or even if you don't like our jokes, um, it's okay. You can send us an email at questions at handymanprosradioshow.com uh, or go to our website, leave us a message. That's handymanprosradio.com. Join our Facebook group. That's at handymanpros or follow us on Twitter at handymanradio. And we will see you all next week on the Handyman Pros Radio Show. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed this podcast and have derived some value from it, here's four things you can do. One, tell your friends about this podcast. Two, hit subscribe on your podcast player. While you're there, leave us a review. Three, subscribe to our newsletter by going to handymanprosradioshow.com and click on the subscribe button. We'll inform you of upcoming events, shows, and give you actionable tips for maintaining your home and property. And four, send us an email with your questions to questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. That's handymanprosradioshow.com. That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on the Handyman Pros Radio Show.